Welcome, Sojourners. You have found yourself a cozy place here at Sojourners Awake. I'm Jonathan, and this is our production of The Wild and the Wind. Like you, the Sojourners are on a mission, and they face conflict and sometimes even danger. And in this most recent episode, the Sojourners arrive in the home of Bertie Cartwright in Sultana, only to discover that a strange demonic presence has infiltrated the town. As the Sojourners investigate, they find the entity is located somewhere deep below the city, and the only access is down the well. What will the Sojourners find? It'll certainly not be without incident. And so for now, our story continues. Sheriff Otis leads the four of you out into the center of town, where indeed, there is a life-size statue of Bertie Cartwright with a club over her shoulder and a goblin head in her hand. The signpost reads, Bertie Cartwright, defender of Sultana and Goblin Slayer. Sheriff immediately points to a little spot. Yeah, someone had screwed up with the words of your name, Booty Cartwright or something like that. But we got it cleaned up, so... <laughs> what do you think? I don't think you ever saw it, did you? No, I didn't see it, but um, this whole town is insulting me today. But I did, this on the statue, it does say that I'm a defender of Sultana, so I guess I should live up to my name if I can help with this uh, sulfur dead body water, I guess I'll help well, if you do anything you'll be the first person in this time to ever lift a finger seems like the whole town has been crippled with paralysis and paranoia most of all nothing to do standing around doing nothing do people fish still oh yeah waters from the ocean are just fine but but you said people don't have jobs and they're bored and this used to be a fishing town. They're used to fish and sell fish and eat fish. Well, what I mean is people sure aren't ready to hunt demons or slay dragons. and Definitely not willing to investigate a stinky well. Oh. Definitely not willing to go back and get all their money. They're just standing around. Just Now, I don't mean this disrespectfully. But as the sheriff around here, what have you done to hunt down these demons? Any information you have would be helpful to us. Yeah, no disrespect. If you're in, indeed want to pick up where I left off, uh, we got as far as the well, and uh, my deputy hasn't been out of the asylum since. So I'm a little hesitant to send down anyone I can. Whatever he saw down there, he's not willing to talk about it. Has there been anybody else like Winston who has had issues like he has? Not to his degree. Like I said, there have been a few um, who died outright, accomplished what he couldn't accomplish. Uh, and there have been some that have laid all night in the church, uh, starved their bodies of food and water, prayed, held vigils, stayed close to candles, the light helps. At least that's what I think. 
What about this madam some seller of cats? Winston, <laughs> Mrs. Landry. Winston, Winston tried to send us to her. I was just, now that we've seen his loyalty, I was wondering if she might be a part of this. As far as I know, her eyes are as white as sheep's wool. Her breath smells like honey and roses. <laughs> but her house stinks like cats. But it ain't sulfur. <laughs> just good old-fashioned cats. Um, the fact that he drove you towards her, I mean, does tell me that at least Winston is of some right mind. She's as good as they come. Regular upstanding citizen Sultana. I do not understand her affinity with the feline creatures, but nothing bad has come out of her. She's good to the poor and, like I said, upstanding lady. That's good to hear for sure. It is. It gives me hope that there's hope for Winston. But yes, uh, <laughs> she does believe everything. <laughs> she was one of the first to say that this probably is some sort of demon activity. But to be honest, most folks don't even know what that means. Hell, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what a demon is. So you might as well be talking about a boogeyman or a fairy tale story. I pray you never find out. Yeah, we hope it's just a passing plague. It'll be over soon, I'm sure. Well, when you're ready, I'm ready to see this well. Sheriff Otis alone takes the four of you to the center of town where no one is around the well. In fact, there's been a few signposts along the way. Well closed, keep out. No loitering, no trespassing by order of Sheriff. Of course, he leads you to the well and it's a very large 10 foot circumference. And you can see down in the shaft, and there's, of course, a pulley system with a bucket, uh, four of them to be exact. And it does indeed smell strongly of sulfur. And Samoon, you should be getting some sort of flashbacks by now. Yeah, Samoon, much like the intro, his, his mind is keeps going back to that cave when he was younger. And he, he's starting to think more about that experience. And as he's thinking about it, the words that this figure spoke to him is starting to kind of churn in his mind. That is the words, Kyrios, Vo, Mind Lashov Child Akratok Venture Doctu Rathons Not Their Tak Eayaka Ish Shaldaithosa Alon Lashov Oza Omaz, which is translated um, Curious the mind of a child is to venture into realms not their own, and now you shall die here alone in my darkness. And that was the taunt of the figure the day that Samoon thought he was going to die. And that taunt is kind of just striking a chord with him right now. Samoon, as you look over into the well, the darkness seems to grab your attention. You feel your blood beginning to pump harder through your body. Your respiration's increasing 
vertigo sets in and you nearly topple over into the well. Sheriff Otis grabs you by the back of the shirt. Hold on. <laughs> no diving head first. It's against the law. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I don't seem to be of myself right now. Whew. I, should, I should take a step back for a moment. Bertie Cartwright, what do you pay attention to at this well? Disappointed. Bertie's just disappointed in how her town has become. She has such memories of running around the town and talking to all the people and, you know, playing by the well and stuff and everything just looks run down and broke. And Eris. Is there a stone around? Indeed there is. I would like to pick up a stone. I would like to cast light on it, and then I want to drop it down the well. Stone lights up. You release it from your hand. It descends 10, 20, 30, 40 feet. You start to see the reflection of water, and then the stone is snuffed out. You hear a shriek as it travels up to the well. It blasts you in the face if you would make a constitution saving throw. That is a 17 plus 5. You are able to withstand this, and so you see the visage of a haggard woman with a large rat nose, whiskers hanging down over her face. Her lips are muttering some horrible foul words would make anyone blush, would make anyone cringe, but you stand your ground. Everyone else hears this voice as well. Sheriff grips the edge of the well and then releases it as if he had just touched a hot skillet. Irony squats to the ground, covers his head with his hands and just says, I am brave, I'm brave, I'm brave, I'm brave. The shrieking stops. Eris, a few strands of your hair are now blanched white. Well, calmly turn to the sheriff. Sir, I believe you have a demon problem. He looks back at you. I can lower the rope. I can also take any prized possessions you have to your next akin. Well, I think it's time to have a conversation with my friends. Bertie, Samoon, what do you think is the best course of action? I mean, I think it, I think we probably need to go down there. Nobody else is going to do it. What are we going to do? Just leave this town? To rot? No, I agree with you. Samoon, um, in an odd turn of events, isn't like gung-ho like you normally would be. Um, but he's just going to kind of stand off to the side, quiet, and uh, like a little 
tears are gonna kind of well in the corners of his eyes as he um <laughs> as he's uh reliving this childhood trauma. Samoon, are you all right? Oh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally, totally fine. Um, yeah, um, yeah. We, we should definitely go, go into the well and, um, and, and, and take care of things. I'm fine. He kind of just like rubs his eyes really quick. It's okay to be not fine. Birdie's going to walk over to Samoon and sort of aggressively pats him on the back, kind of stoically, to try to console him. Be like, hey, Samoon, it's okay. Uh, I'm kind of scared, too, and I never really get scared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I... Okay, I guess I guess I'm not really hiding it all that much. Um, yeah, I, I must be honest. I'm, I'm a bit nervous right now. Um, well, you see, I... I just had this experience when I was younger and uh, had to do with this this demon thing in a cave once and well I guess and he's just kind of like lost for words um, and in his mind like what he's saying is like uh Focusing on um, on that situation, he's studied Fiend, and they are his favorite enemy, but he's never fully encountered one as an adult, and um, and so he's dealing with that PTSD of the last time he's faced this one, he was helpless. And this is the first time that he's capable of doing something and he's not sure of himself. So those are kind of the thoughts that he's battling right now mentally. Um, I appreciate you, Birdie. I... Yes, I think I am scared. But, but you know, this this town of yours, it seems like a really nice place once upon a time. Um, and perhaps, you know, they got that cool statue of you over there that I wanted to make mention of. So, he kind of just takes some deep breaths. For the sake of your town, Bertie, yeah, I will go in. And he, and he kind of just stands himself up a little straighter. It is now late into the night. We really want to go down this well at night, guys? I suppose a night of vigil in the church might not hurt. We could all take a bath in the holy water. It could help. (laughs) Irony, I don't remember... How, how do you feel about coming? Ah, I... Um, it's probably just rats. Just 
lots of decaying rats. Um, but I am totally okay with going down into a dark well because I'm brave and <laughs> it'll be great. I'm very brave. And you can see he's gripping the staff tighter. His knuckles going white. Irony, we would be absolutely honored to have you, but we also might need somebody up here in case something else happens. He looks to Birdie and Simone. Um, like what else? Well, just to keep an eye on Winston or to keep an eye on her stuff so no one wanders off with it. There's a lot of different roles in a squadron. Not everybody's the aggressor. She's trying not to be condescending. She's trying to find him a way out that saves his pride. Well, I would say that I do think that I need somebody to go back and watch the shop so that nobody breaks in. Um, we kind of chopped Winston's hand off, so he's not really useful in that area anymore. You can tell irony is you can tell irony is scared to stay in Winston's shop. To be here without y'all. He's also scared to go inside the well, so I think it's gonna be down to a simple persuasion check from Eris. Is he gonna take Eris's advice or is he going to foolishly soldier on? You're gonna to have to just get a eleven or higher. It would be very hard not to, but now that I've said that out loud, I won't. he starts to speak and then a chilly wind blows and he shivers and says yeah i i can i can see i can see the, the the point of of staying back here and um enjoying the sunlight and uh i i'll stay up here and i'll keep guard over any stuff you have and um birdie i would love to keep an eye on your shop i'm I, I, I'm sure I could clean it up. I can clean. I'm sure the sheriff can spare a deputy with you as well to help. They did bust through the door. It's only right. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. Um, a bodyguard. I mean, a, um, a deputy B would be great. Irony decides to sit this adventure out. The four of you go towards the Church of Hope a small little country cottage. As you enter into the welcoming area, a woman in brown robes approaches you. Hello, I am Sister Ray Lynn. How can I serve you tonight? I was thinking that we could have one of your holy water baths. <laughs> a holy water bath. This town does need some holy water, but unfortunately we are all out oh. of holy water. You don't seem like you need a bath. Well, I kind of always need a bath, but um, maybe there's some candles that we can light. Of course. Staying close to the light is the best way to stave off the darkness. Please come in. Have a seat. We're, we're looking for a safe place to stay tonight, for we will be traveling into the well tomorrow. We heard that those who keep vigil here come out with resilience. It is true. I know it is not of my own doing. 
but this is one of the last few places where our good folk can stave off madness. I have been taking care of the ones that anyone brings here. And yes, prayers and starving the body, staying close to the light, all those things work just well. It might make them weak, but it does stave off whatever evil powers have influenced them. You can call them demons, we can call them evil spirits, but they are certainly most not welcome here, not under this roof. So friends, you are definitely welcome to stay here tonight. And if indeed you are going into the well, this is not some sort of joke. You are indeed going into the well. Absolutely. Well, for such bravery, that should not go unrewarded. I will give you something more than holy water. She goes into a cabin or a cabinet and she pulls out three red colored potions and gives them to you. They are 3d4 plus 4 healing potions. These will keep your body strong even if you do not eat. Your wounds are running rampant, they will seal them shut. If your skin is burned, it will heal you from the inside out. A blessing from Duvana, goddess of mercy. You are so kind. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing what powers of bravery you can do for no one in the town. Not even I have the courage to descend down the well. But I believe you will. She looks at you, Samoon. I believe you have seen far greater than you care to admit. But what is inside you will stare back at the evil outside. She looks at you, Bertie, and I believe that a defender of Sultana, <laughs> such as yourself, well, the title is fitting, and you are indeed destined to win. She looks at Irony. And you, I think, should stay. For there is much fear in your eyes. And pride. And I fear you would do something rash. Sister Raylin shows you to some quarters. Lets you rest for the night. You sleep in peace. Your belly is going empty. Yet feeling invigorated when you wake up in the morning. Ready to go. How do you proceed? To the well? Uh, Bertie's going to look around and try to look for just uh, extra candles. There are plenty of candles. Uh, if you intend to take one, that would be easy enough. You have a candle. Well, There's... Um, oh, what's oh, to say? Gonna... No, wait, me. I go. I go. <laughs> I was going to say, Eris did the majority of her preparation the night before. Um, when she's gone to her room, she doesn't particularly worship any of the deities specifically, um, but she is respectful. So she would have started with entering everything into her journal and then making a few sketches of Winston on the wall of Birdie's statue with the inscription in there, and then of the image she saw of the woman that came out of the well and then she would have 
probably visited the sanctuary and attempted to offer a prayer before going back to her room, sharpening her weaponry, polishing her armor, and then turning in for a night. So, come morning, she is ready to go to the well. Smooth. Um, during his night of rest, um, the nightmares, it almost like there was like an internal clash within him last night between his nightmare and the wind that fills his body with the life that he has. And um, unbeknownst to anything that happened, uh, he, he does wake up refreshed. And um, he's going to seek out Sister Raylan and um, inquire about the yellow potion bottle that he grabbed from the tree to see whether or not she knows what that is. She's washing up some dishes and folding some laundry when she sees you. Oh, hello. I thought you'd be out by now. Question real quick, please. Of course. Uh, first off, thank you so much for letting us stay here last night. Um, I had an interesting sleep, but I I feel very refreshed. Anyway, um, I'm kind of curious. My friends and I retrieved this um, on our journey here the other day. And I was wondering if you might know what it is. And he produces the potion bottle with the yellow liquid inside. She studies it for a minute. If I'm not mistaken, um, oh, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, you said you found it in the spider's nest. That's that's terrible. I'm sure the poor, unfortunate person could have used this. This potion is liquid courage, for lack of a better word. It gives you a fighting spirit when you imbibe of it. Mechanically, it is a potion of heroism and gives you and your allies advantage for three rounds. It gives you and your friends a sort of advantage when you are in need of bravery. It doesn't eliminate the risk for failure. Again, pride may factor a little bit into this, but from what I understand, imbibing of this potion gives you what you need to succeed. I'm not sure what happens when it wears off. <laughs> Maybe just relishing in the success. As with any potion. Always be side effects. Uh, not the ones I gave you, of course. <laughs> Those are pure. But as for this one, there's no real label on it or anything, but it does look like a potion of heroism. I hope it helps you. But I don't think you need it. You seem brave enough. Oh, well, I appreciate you identifying it for me. The last time I took a potion of some sort was many, many months ago, and uh, it did not turn out too well for so well for me. I got sick and whatnot, so I just wanted to make sure 
before I had to drink it, if I needed to, what I would be getting myself into. Well, if it's all the same to you, I will speculate that this is the work of the necromancer so many years ago. Something horrible is trying to bring someone back from the dead in that fashion. It is not easily forgiven and attracts the most foulest of creatures in the universe. Some speculate that it's Mogren, Black Dragon, and his doing, but from what I understand, dragons don't intend to kill the people they make money off of. <laughs> this is a maddening work. A work of absolute chaos. Simeon then pockets the <clears throat> bottle back in his little um, rucksack thing. Well, I suppose I should be off to get with my friends. But thank you so much, Sister Raylan. You're welcome. Duvana be with you. Grant you mercy for your suffering. And bless you for alleviating the suffering of others. And so the sojourners move back towards the well in the light of day. Sheriff Otis is there, of course, accepting any items you might want to leave behind to your next of kin. Irony, of course, is seeing you off. Vigilantly standing guard at the well. Sheriff Otis nods when you're ready. Who descends first? I will hand my journal off to the sheriff in irony, but I'll say to him, I do not recommend handing this off to my next of kin. He takes the journal. Hmm. Birdie's just gonna go down. She she has nothing to leave behind. She it's all in her house anyway. Samoon, anything? Yeah, Samoon is going to Samoon is gonna look at, at uh irony. <clears throat> my friend, just because you are not coming with us here does not mean that you are not doing your valuable service up here. And, uh, he's back. You okay? And should anything happen to me, be sure to read them and then make sure Elder gets them back at Bell Top. And, uh, he's gonna give him the Superfly mag, uh, comics that he's been holding on to. Ah, thanks, Moon. <laughs> right. Can I read them? Is it okay if I read them? Oh, yes! There's plenty of good things in there. You might learn a thing or two. I know I have. Birdie, Sheriff Otis is letting Birdie down. They... Is that only one person at a time thing? No, there are four ropes. All, all three of you can go down at the same time. Okay. I don't want Birdie to get too far ahead. I'm sorry I keep yeah. interrupting you, but that's, that's, okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure yeah. what see what the scene was. The sheriff so. and his deputies leave you, leave you all down by the ropes. There are four buckets going down into the well, so each of you can descend at a simple rate. As you move down the well, the light begins to fade. The air gets cold. You hear nothing but the sound of water and the echo of your own breathing, the creaking of the rope. For now, it appears as a simple well, although you may or may not have been this far down a waterway. And finally, the bucket hits the water, splashing, cool, 40 feet under the ground. It is a little dark down here, although a little bit of light is shining, but you are having a hard time seeing. 
Eris, how do you produce light? Eris will, she has her shield and her rapier out, and she will cast light on her shield so that it is basically a flashlight now. The whole thing illuminates. Eris, as you look around this well, you see that there is a tunnel that has been dug. The rock has cracked open. Dirt and a vacuum are pouring into this well. The water stays the same. The smell of sulfur is very thick down here. A nauseating smell. You see that there is a tunnel leading from the waterway deep underground. The mud is mucky, and the tunnel is very small. This seems to be the right direction. It's gonna offensive maneuver, go forward, shield up, sort out, and unless someone stops her, she'll go first. Samoon has taken his tunic and wrapped it around his face to uh, protect his nostrils as best he can. Um, and he's gonna <clears throat> motion to Eris. Eris, perhaps, perhaps you should let me go first. I, I have a natural tendency in these type of things. I've tried to train myself in this environment. Eris, as Samoon says this, you look into the tunnel and see that you will have to army crawl. Take my shield away. Slinging it around your back. Samoon, do you intend to go forward first? If Bertie and Eris do not object. I will gesture for him to go on as I sling my shield over my back. Um, and I do. I can cast light at will, so I will probably light something else up. Actually, Samoon, is there anything you would like me to light for you? Oh no, I can see just fine. As uh, okay. if you could see... Um, <clears throat> Samoon's pupils I think it's dilate right it's the right word <laughs> they dilate wide and um, he, he's capable um, you know spoiler as his as his ranger class as a gloomstalker he has umbral sight and so um, he has dark vision of up to 60 feet um and then also while in darkness, uh, I am com completely invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see me in that darkness. Um, so his, yeah, his, his eyes go wide and he essentially just vanishes in the darkness ahead of you. Oh God, if I see anything. You army crawl through this tunnel. Eris, you follow. Birdie, keeping up the rear. Seems like for minutes and close to an hour, you crawl in this darkness, feeling your way. Every once in a while, hearing the scurry of a rat, the tickle of a spider, the mud and the muck are thick as you wade through this swampy slime in the darkness. For over an hour you crawl, continuing, trusting that this passage leads somewhere, faithful to the mission. Suddenly, Samoon, 
the air becomes thinner and the smell of sulfur not as strong. You catch a breath of wind, maybe just 30 feet in the darkness. You see a twinkle of light flash. Birdie, as you wade through this muck and slime, keeping an eye on Eris ahead of you, suddenly you hear a voice call out in a language that you do not understand. But in abyssal it says, Curious little ones, it will be the death of you. For curiosity kills the children that wade in the darkness. The voice then echoes to each of your thoughts and your minds. From behind you it calls. And at that moment, Samoon, you break through the tunnel into an open cavern and see before you a sunken castle into the earth. with a large drawbridge, broken, cracking into this cavernous swampland under the ground. And so for now, our story concludes. Every story comes to an ending, so for now, we must conclude. Thank you for listening, Sojourners. Your attention will not go unrewarded, and we look forward to continuing this adventure. If you enjoyed this background music and ambiance, you should visit Tabletop Audio. Find them at www.tabletopaudio.com and take the time to sojourn with us. Visit Sojourners Awake on coffee.com, and for every donation, I will allow one player to re-roll during the game. Thank you for your generous support. But however you choose to sojourn with us, as always, may your story continue.